Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds, your family travel planning experts. I'm Ron, and I'm here today with my wife, Laurel. Hey, guys. And Laurel's twin sister, Rachel. Hello, hello, hello. And today we are talking about the different categories of Disney resorts. Uh, For those who don't know, Disney resorts are broken down to four categories for the most part, with Deluxe Villa Resorts, Deluxe Resorts, Moderate Resorts, and Value Resorts. There's also the campsites, uh, which are just campsites, so we're not really going to discuss those too much. And we're going to combine the Deluxe Villas into the Deluxe Resorts, because most of the amenities are the same, and that's what we're really here to talk about, not break down resort versus resort, just kind of what you're going to get in each category. The difference with the Villa Resorts is... They are primarily the DVC or the Disney Vacation Club timeshare type program. Uh, so they're going to be at range anywhere from a studio to a three bedroom grand villa. And they are available for cash rentals. And, you know, your travel agents can help you get those. But the primarily use for those is going to be for DVC members. And most of the deluxe resorts have a wing of that. So we're just going to combine them all together. And we're going to start with the deluxe resorts. You primarily have two or three regions uh, where the deluxe resorts are. You've got the monorail and Magic Kingdom resorts with the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Grand Floridian being on the monorail track, and the Wilderness Lodge uh, being available to the Magic Kingdom by boat. Uh, It's a great resort area. They all have some form of transportation directly to the Magic Kingdom, and that's one of the things that separates the deluxe resorts apart is they almost all have some other form of transportation to get to one of the parks. That's going to change a little bit for Animal Kingdom Lodge only has the buses, as do Old Key West and Saratoga Springs, which are both only those deluxe villas. They have the studio rooms at those two, but they don't have any kind of regular hotel rooms. Saratoga Springs and Old Key West have boat service to Disney Springs. Then you also have the Epcot area resorts. Uh, The Epcot area of resorts that have boat access and walking access to Disney Hollywood Studios and Epcot are the Boardwalk and the Yacht and Beach Club. And then they also have Skyliner access close by over by the Epcot entrance And the Riviera has Skyliner access to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So those are your deluxe resorts. Uh, What's going to separate them primarily is you're going to have sit-down and table service restaurants, a better themed pool, and some form of transportation to another park other than buses. Once again, the only one that doesn't is Animal Kingdom Lodge, which has its own amenities with having live animals on property. So they all have, I think most of your great restaurants are going to be at these resorts when you're par- when you're resort hopping. You're not going to find any really good restaurants at any of the moderates except maybe Coronado. Uh, I agree. That's actually one of the reasons I really like the Coronado Springs Resort is because while it is technically a moderate resort, it still feels like a deluxe resort, not just in size, 
um, but also in your your available options. Yeah. The quality too really feels like a deluxe. But I I mean the deluxe all have their uh, I mean they're great. Uh, I I think all of them have outstanding features, but. You know, you're going to be paying, even at a discount at this point, probably close to 500 a night for most of these. At a discount, you're going to get a little bit less, and we might be seeing some more discounts in the future as right. uh, we're recording this right after the you know uh, financials came out for the quarter and Disney World attendance is down, which usually means we're going to probably see some better deals coming up. Right. But at peak season, some of the rooms could increase significantly more than 500 a night, just depending on the time of year. So it just depends. To get into those monorail resorts around Christmas could be close to 1000 a night minimum. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the other thing is all of these resorts, as opposed to the moderates and the values, have internal corridors if they're not some sort of separate villa, as opposed to the more motel style you're going to mm-hmm. get with the moderates and the values. Yes. Because I think from our perspective, uh, you know, one of the pieces of advice that we tend to give any uh, customer who is looking to book a Disney vacation is, you know, which resort you choose really doesn't just depend on how much you can financially spend, but also how much time you plan to spend at your resort. Because, the resorts are fantastic. In fact, they are all amazing, and you get really great perks at staying any at, Dis- at, at, at any Disney resort. But if you're going to be paying a lot of money for a deluxe resort, are you also going to be spending every day at the theme park, or do you plan on spending some time at the resort? Because we don't want you to feel like you're spending a lot of money on a resort, but then not actually getting to access it. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is don't look at the deluxe resorts as a place to just sleep. If you're not going to use those features like the great pools, and mm-hmm. most of them have absolutely fantastic pools. Right. Maybe yeah. the contemporary isn't the best pool. It's a little bit more of a... A little tip- old school classic typical. as opposed to a, a, a contemporary style pool that has a lot of theming and a lot of fun slides and things like that. That's, you can find that at other resorts, but the Contemporary is a pretty standard, basic hotel pool. Yeah, it has your hot tubs and slides, which all of these hotels are going to have in the deluxe category. But it doesn't really have any theming. It's just kind of a flat, lakeside pool. Um, but one of the features that you do get at staying at a deluxe, at least at the time of recording, is... You get the extra hour, the after hours when they have, uh, I forget what they're called right now, but you're going to get two hours some uh, some nights a week at one of the parks. It could be Magic Kingdom, it could be Epcot, it could be Hollywood Studios, and those two hours, nobody but the deluxe resort guests are going to be allowed to enter rides. You might be cleaning out a few of the guests who were there earlier in the day, but you're going to be able to... Once those guests are out, you're going to be able to, like, practically walk on most attractions in those two hours. As opposed to in the morning, all Disney Resort guests and some of the, uh, what are called kind of good neighbor hotels in the area, get a half hour early access. And you're going to get maybe one or two at most attractions in that half hour before everybody's allowed in. Those two hours, you get a lot more done. Because a lot of people have the intention of staying for them and don't just because they're tired. I remember even before they limited to just deluxe resorts, uh, 
we were there, you know, it was midnight to 2 a.m. And by 1 o'clock, there was nobody left in that park. And you could literally walk on a Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Thunder Mountain, any of that. Mm-hmm. So that, that is one of the in-park benefits there. But the majority of your time, if you're going to fork out the money for a deluxe resort, you should be enjoying the resorts. Agreed. Yes. Number one piece of advice. Yeah. Well, do we want to talk about our favorite resort? Maybe our, or our favorite of the week, let's just say, because there's so many amazing resorts. Do you want to, do you want to Rachel, do you want to go ahead and start with your favorite? Uh, sure. Let, why don't we start with the deluxe resorts since we're on that topic? Uh, I would say that for me, it's kind of like a, a coin toss, depending on what my feelings are for the week. But generally, I probably would say number one would be the Polynesian. And then maybe number two would be Wilderness Lodge, you know. And the reasons why are probably a little bit different, but it also kind of, again, depends on my mood. The Polynesian Resort is fantastic. It's gorgeous. It's 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 very well kept. They have some of the best restaurants and Disney property. And the theming, you cannot beat the luxurious feeling of the theme at that resort. Mm. But it is also a crowded resort. It's very full. It's not a huge, vast uh, resort with lots of open space. So you're going to feel the people there whenever you're, particularly if you're at the main, in the main house, in the main lodge mm-hmm. area. Um, that particular resort just feels very crowded all yeah. the time. You know, And I think that's because people visit it a lot. Yes. It's very easy to get to yes. on the monorail. And yes. those restaurants and bars attract a lot of people. But if you look at the pool, which is cordoned off and you have to be able to be staying there to key card into it, it's yes. not usually that crowded. Yes. And most of true. the and most of these hotels also have a secondary pool. Almost all the hotels have a secondary pool. But these are also gonna have a little nicer secondary pools. Tis true. Tis true. But what makes the Polynesian also so magical is not just the theme, but again that close proximity to Magic Kingdom. So you not only get fireworks view in the evening times there on the beachfront, uh, but you also have the beautiful villas there that are at the Polynesian Resort that are probably the most luxurious-looking villas in all of the villas options. Uh, I think the only ones that maybe would be slightly comparable would be the villas over at Wilderness Lodge, which then hence goes to my number two pick, meaning depending on what my feelings of the week are, meaning do I want a resort that's a little bit quieter but still gives me all of the amazing deluxe feeling, or do I want the Polynesian, which, again, always going to be close to my heart. <laughs> so <laughs> Wilderness Lodge, again, is just a gorgeous resort. It's so it's so beautiful, but also quiet and it quaint. It has a serene, yes. kind of calm Very feel. serene, calm, quaint feeling about it, even though it is uh, a deluxe resort and it's, it's very large. It is spacious. You have amazing restaurants. The rooms also feel really nice and comfortable. But again, you're, you know, it's a little bit of a different feeling than the Polynesians. Different locations, you're dealing with a different type of transportation over there as well. Do you know what I like about, and this is like one of those things that probably a lot of people don't think about, but when you think about the design of a resort, you either build up or you build out, right? Yes. Like if you think about a resort like Animal Kingdom, they have that, that big horseshoe. And if you're at the end of the horseshoe, there's a really long walk just to get back to the center. I like to, I like... Wilderness Lodge a lot because they built up. Yes. A lot of it is up. There is like a, a bit of a horseshoe in certain sections, 
But they, the way that the resort is designed, it does not feel like this ridiculously long length of walking just to get it to any access point like an elevator or a stairwell, etc. Uh, it just it feels a lot more even uh, to get to any like center service area wherever I want to get my drinks or catch the bus, etc. It's just a completely different design, and I don't feel so far away if you're all the way at the end of the horseshoe. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, well, I was actually going to say the poly as well, but I agree. It is kind of like the flavor of the month, whatever I'm kind of feeling. There there are so many amazing experiences you can have at most of these deluxes. It's kind of hard to pick a favorite, but I was going to say Polynesian for, honestly, these primary reasons. Um Dull Whip. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said it. Dull Whip. You can only get Dull Whip at this resort. It doesn't exist in any of the other resorts. Uh, so it's kind of special just to be able to go there and get that. I also particularly like that the restaurants have this kind of um, unique special feeling but at the same time they're not too too far away from like your standard americana so pretty much anybody can find anything that they like to eat at these restaurants you can really spend a significant amount of time just at this resort and not feel like you need to leave to go get like some other bits of magic like you can even get your well if they still are doing this but you can still get your ohana dinner uh for room service in your room is that still option not for everybody Oh. Yeah, I think if you're staying at the villas, the only mm. if you're if you're staying at the villas, yes, you get the the special option of ordering an Ohana dinner brought basically to your room instead of having to eat it at the restaurant. See, see, but yeah, there's just a lot of little bits of magic. I also think just having the immediate access to Trader Sam's, which in and of itself feels like a mini theme park experience. Um, yes, it gets crowded. Yes, you've got to wait in line, get your little badge. Uh, for waiting, but it, it's worth going, you know, and I also really enjoy all of the different snacks and desserts and options available, and Captain Cook's is an excellent little takeaway. It's oh, also, yeah. It's also the only resort where you can get Kona coffee, I believe. Yeah. If So if you're if you're really into your coffee that flavor of coffee. <laughs> yes, coffee here. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. I, th- I just think all around, there's just a lot of really great th- aspects to that resort. I also... Love the smell. <laughs> when you walk in, there's like a, almost like, it's not like, it's not like a Hawaiian breeze smell. It's not like a Hawaiian punch, but it smells almost like a, almost like a light floral, yes, watery kind of, it's a specific smell. You know, we could buy the diffusers and the actual scents <laughs> that they use for these hotels, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, I think. They're yeah. not cheap, but yeah. you could almost find, I forget the name of the company. It's like Scentsy, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but I know some other people who love the smell and I've bought them and it ends up being like once you have the machine which is not cheap it ends up being like 80 bucks a month for the refill so it's not a cheap thing even when you have it but you can do almost all the smells oh yeah but yeah the the smell alone just kind of reminds you it's not that it reminds you of home but it just it just reminds you that you're at the Polynesian well (laughs) it's funny you bring that up because a lot of people may not even really realize that the um the smell of a resort is actually what tends to bring a lot of people um, uh, your your happiness feeling,s right? Memories, so nostalgia. The, mem- the memories, the nostalgia. 
people don't even realize that so much of that comes from scent. And, the, and Disney knows that. They are well aware of the fact that we hold nostalgia to smells. It's kind of why you still smell churros when you think about childhood. You still smell the popcorn and you think of, oh my gosh, my, my childhood is, is happening right now in that Mickey bar. It's just, they're, they're well aware of it. And so they, they do push out certain scents at resorts. And that's why you kind of know that whenever you walk into Wilderness Lodge right. and you smell that luxurious campfire you're like yes i feel like i am <laughs> that's true you can smell I'm the gl- fire <laughs> i'm glamping at its finest right now uh and you know getting the polynesian it feels like you're on an exotic island with some uh fun floral scent that you may have never smelled before in any other place except for the polynesian resort what would your pick be ron uh, something that probably isn't going to smell as nice everywhere because of the animals Oh. Um, I'm going to go with Animal Kingdom Lodge, and it's got some great... One, where else can you just walk out on your balcony, mm-hmm. which is another difference. I forgot. All the deluxes, most of the rooms have balconies as opposed to the outdoor entry, so you don't have that at any of the other ones. You do have a little private outdoor space at almost all of the deluxe rooms, Um and just go out on that balcony with a coffee or a beer and just watch a draft eat for an hour, which we've done. <laughs> yeah. We came back from the pool uh, with drinks in hand and just sat and watched a draft at one of the little oh, yeah. watering holes. It was a fantastic thing. Um, and that, and you've got Sanaa, oh, yes. which is uh, one of the absolute best restaurants, uh, especially for the money on property. And then agreed for the best signature restaurant. I really think Chico cannot be touched. I agree. Oh yeah, um, I, I would say number one signature restaurant for me. Oh yeah. Uh, when we brought Andy to Sanaa, she was probably about a year or so. She had non pizza for the first time and loved it. And of course, now we make non pizza. Uh, and then the Mara is a great little counter service. Mm-hmm. The pool, it's got two fantastic pools because you could use the one. There's two sides to it. There's uh, Jumbo House and the Animal Kingdom Lodge proper, uh, which is the original part. Then they have a whole whole separate DVC at Kidani Village, which is a short internal bus ride or a, you know, maybe 10-minute walk over. And you could use either of the pools. Uh, So even if your main pool is under construction, you always have a secondary main pool with a slide, with the hot tub. Uh, there's good pool bars, yep. and really, it is just the ambiance of the resort. You have a great grand lobby. Oh, yeah, they have a great bar at the main house as well. Yes, um, it's it, it's Victoria themed. Falls. Yeah, yes, it's yes, it, it has a bar. it has a very uh, mature adult feeling. We'll just start with that. Obviously, it's a bar, but it also oh. feels very quaint. Feels very comforting. You, the lighting is great. The cultural representatives make a lot, uh, yeah, that, and they are back. Yeah, that's one other thing, too, about uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge is that they have activities going on all day long. Now, now all of the deluxe resorts have, like, schedules with calendars and things going on, but the things happening at that particular resort at Animal Kingdom Lodge are unique. They have, like, events talking about different kinds of African drums. They'll have representatives, whoever they happen to have during, maybe you're there at the summer, They'll have somebody from a certain country in Africa, and they might be giving some kind of talk about that particular country. 
Um, they may have zookeepers on the grounds, either in exterior uh, out where the animals are on the mini savanna, or they might even be indoors giving different talks. Um, they, they, I mean, they have just different things going on that are not like your standard tie-dye shirt at the pool kind of. Well, they have that too. too. Yeah, they have that too. But, but I mean, like the, the, they're unique to that particular resort. Ed- education as well as arts and crafts. Yeah, there you go. And all the art there is authentic. It's not recreation African art. They went and actually yeah. bought art. Oh, that's right. They do the tours about the design of the resort yeah. as well and the design of the restaurants. So yeah, they're. I mean, if there's, as long as they're still doing this, I know there's kind of halted a little bit during the pandemic but yeah there's this as a resort if you're looking to spend time at the resort and you want to know that there's going to be something that isn't just lounging at the pool that is one of those resorts where you can be certain that you can find some things to do what i think you you touched on the zookeeper part too i think that people kind of maybe don't realize is that you're right animal kingdom lodge is not a place to just come and look at the animals there is always some some zoological expert around the areas where the animals are, and they are always there engaging with the guests and talking about the animals and asking questions to you about the animals so that then you can then start learning about them too. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they want you to be as excited about them as they right. are, but they're always around and they're, they're always there with the guests and the animals. I yeah. mean, the, the last time we were there, we were just waiting for our reservation at Jico and... Uh, my son was like running around all over the place and it's right there by the the little playground there but also the flamingos the flamingos are right there at the playground and near Jaco and of course he was fascinated by the flamingos and of course there was a zoological expert with him the entire time for about 15 minutes they were just talking on and on and on about the flamingos <laughs> so but that's that but that's once a unique experience at that resort is that you're really getting something that you don't just you can't get anywhere else right right uh, unless and unless you're doing one of the private the private experiences at, at animal at, at actual animal kingdom theme park you're not going to get another experience right. like that. Like a backstage yes, kind like of experience. Yes, like doing one of the backstage uh, animal experiences at the theme park. So so what you're getting there, you're, you're getting what you pay for there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but you are a little bit farther away from right. some of the other theme parks. And so you're you, relying on the bus that's system. That's the problem. Yeah. Yes. But we always, almost always have a car, so that kind of negates yeah. it for us. But we'll still take the bus if we're going over to Springs, just, yeah. you know, for safety, not having to drive back if we're going to have a couple of drinks. But, yeah, that's the main problem there. Let's move on to the moderate resorts, uh, which are not quite as close to the theme parks. They all have a sit-down restaurant and a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a pool with a slide and a hot tub. They're, they have the mid-level quality beds as well, correct? Every, everything has queens now. Yeah, that's right, queens. The, every, every room, I think, has queens now that they've gotten rid of the pirate rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are no more double beds, which used to be a difference at some of the resorts was queens versus doubles, but that's not there. You have four moderate resorts you have the two port orleans riverside and french quarter which have boat access Mm -hmm. over to disney springs you have the uh caribbean beach which has skyliner access and you have coronado springs which only has the bus access uh you also technically for now have the cabins over at fort wilderness but those are getting switched to primarily being a DVC offering soon, and they're getting a modernization slash upgrade with that. But at the time of this recording, they're still 
around and still moderates. Uh, but we're not going to get into them because they're not going to be around for long. Yes, too bad because they, they do look really fun. They were popular too. We've never had a chance to stay in one. Looks like we're not going to by the time they, uh, <laughs> they switch over. Maybe they'll, maybe, they'll replace, maybe they'll have something new. You never know yes, with Disney. It's they're, they're constantly evolving, changing, coming up with new stuff. Anyway, so the resorts, as we said, all have uh, these kind of mid-level amenities, but they do have, they're more spread out. Uh, the only one with, like, internal rooms and a tower is going to be the uh, new tower. Uh, Coronado Springs Resort. Coronado Springs. The Destino Tower. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, but they're all going to be massive and kind of spread out, except kind of Port Orleans French, French Quarter, Quarter, which is, is a little smaller. It's a little smaller. And then in Riverside are kind of considered one hotel complex. You could go back and forth and use the pools. Uh, and but they the, have their own separate, unique, identifiable, you know. And they only share one sit-down restaurant. Bow Rights is the only one you could really get a full meal at. Yeah. Uh, at this point. I would say that if you're going to look at a resort based on its transportation options, Caribbean Beach, hands down, probably gives you the most out of that. Right, with the Skyway. But, you know, for my number one pick, it, you know, no surprise here is always going to be Coronado Springs. <laughs> so I I just absolutely love that resort. And, there I, and what's funny to me is that there's a lot of negatives that people like to give to that resort, which ironically for me are positives. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, I, I think that's probably because I am exactly the type of person that they are seeking to be at that resort. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind the large footprint of a resort. In fact, I like it better that way because then there are less people surrounding me all the time. I get more privacy. Half empty, half yes, full. Half Rachel's empty. like the more the more property for me to explore. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, plus, you know, and maybe that's just my current life right now. I have a toddler who just wants to walk everywhere and run everywhere, particularly running a lot. And so, in my mind, I think to myself, "Oh, this is a great resort because there's lots of room for him to roam, and I don't have to worry about his safety as much because obviously." It's got plenty of space for everybody. He's not going to bang into people or run into people and pretend that he doesn't see people. <laughs> um, but he's also, you know, going to enjoy the atmosphere because it is a beautiful atmosphere. Again, it's just a great, a great resort overall, particularly for, you know, the bang for your dollar. I mean, yes, you do have that more luxurious tower, the the, the Destino, the Grand Destino Tower. And those rooms is, are going to probably... These yep. rooms are probably going to start at a minimum of around two fifty in yes. the off season, yep. going up to probably four hundred ish to start. And this yeah, is across yes. these For resorts, Colorado. yes. Uh, and then the tower is going to be probably twenty to thirty a night more. But the rooms are big; they are yeah. bigger. But but you but don't discount those other older rooms too. The older rooms, while they may not be as pretty, um, they are closer to the pool, and they are some of them at least depending yes. on where you're at are definitely closer to the pool, closer to the playground. Do, do they have um, room service at Coronado? Yes, it is yeah, back. It's a, it's not as extensive as the others, but, but the fact that they have it is definitely yeah, it, it's that, a luxury. But yes, that's another one of the differences. The only monitor that has it is. And then there was room service at the Deluxes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have a gym. And, yes, they still um, have. And but that I think that's the thing about the moderate resorts that people really I think underestimate is even though it's called a moderate resort, 
it really feels like you're getting almost just as many amenities as the deluxe resorts at the moderate resort. You really don't the feel a huge difference. Yeah, the difference really is access to the parks, transportation yes. options, how much flexibility there is with transportation. A few and maybe less like the, dining options usually. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe the quality of the theming, quote-unquote. You can't see my fingers. I don't know. I think the quality is... Just as bang on, if not better, as some of the models and the theming. Although I will, I will say I think the quality of theming really is subjective. Yes, which is it's up to you and what you think, what what theming matters to you. It's true because uh, you know not everybody that wants to go to a Disney resort wants to be in a resort that's extremely themed, meaning that is very much uh, Disney. Disney involvement theming. Right, right, right. So none of these really have at these two levels. Yes. This is true, They're all but I think themed. that's what what makes them so uh, so much more comfortable for a lot of a lot of the mature audiences. Yeah, like it's themed because it's clearly artistic, right? Our artists came in and designed the spaces to be something interesting and unique, but they didn't literally slap some Disney IP on the wall and say it's Disney. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna go with Port Orleans Riverside. It's huge. Um, it's that's huge. probably its biggest disadvantage. But if you know how to, once, you, once you're there a little bit or you've been there before, you know how to cut through mm-hmm. some of the paths and instead of going all the way around, you could get back to uh, like the mill restaurant area or Old Man Island, which is the pool, mm-hmm. uh, a little easier. It's, the pool's kind of themed like a little Tom Sawyer-y, I'd kind of say. Well, they, the nice thing about Riverside is that they have multiple sections of that particular resort has its own separate theming. So, like, there's one section that's all by you, and then there's another section that's, like, plantation home-style buildings and or, like, that concept of that plantation-style building. And there's different areas with different kinds of physical facades. It has a lot of unique, yeah. interesting spaces. Because they, they have the princess rooms, Those right? are over yeah. at some of the, uh, yeah, the Magnolia Bend, which is yes. kind of the plantation-looking area um and they are very overly themed princess rooms <laughs> like it, the whole concept is tiana's invited all the other princesses to come and stay so all the decor is dropping some sort of disney overtly princessy theme yeah. like you have silhouettes of all the princesses you have the headboards that light up Yes. Uh, the carpet looks like magic carpet is there. Oh, yeah. There's like a uh, Aladdin's lamp is the faucet for the sink. Yeah. <laughs> and the footstool is the Beauty and the Beast yeah. footstool. So it's yeah. very overly themed. Uh, not in a bad way, but, but it's, it's not for it, everybody. Right, right. It is enjoyable if you enjoy princess themed uh you know, IP. So for great, sure. great for a one or two night stay experience where you really get <laughs> get uh, a lot of time to spend in your room and enjoy the amenities of such a fun. Yeah, actually, fun room. Uh, when we got engaged, Ron had a surprise room transfer where we transferred to a princess room. <laughs> it was enjoyable, and I enjoyed it. So I'll say that because I love the princesses, so. uh, and they are a little more expensive mm-hmm. for that. So I don't always. Recommended for everybody. Yeah. If you have a you know little kid who's really into princesses, oh yeah, it's going to be worth yeah, that totally extra worth money. It. But also, the really great thing about that particular resort is the access to all of the beautiful running and walking paths. If you yeah. are a person who is a runner, which like a lot of people are, because look at Run Disney, how popular that is. But if you want to make sure that you have access to a running path while you are. At your resort, um, if you're an early runner or an evening time runner, 
what's really great about this particular resort and the running path is there's a lot of like tree covered running areas. Um, when you're in Orlando, it's hot all the time, so it's kind of nice to have that. I think what's also kind of neat about that that resort is also you have the ferry. Uh, well, you have your boat access over to da- to Disney Springs, which is which is also a fantastic area for food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because even if you're even if you're staying at the resorts there, um, and you're not really in love with what the food options are there, it's it's a hop, skip, hop, skip, and a jump away yeah. just to jump in to your boat and go right over yeah. to Disney Springs. Although, a uh, hint, you know, just a tip in terms of the boats, you want to make sure you try to get to the boat launch maybe like a little earlier than what the standard dinner times would be, just because there there will be a, a you yeah, know, don't you have to wait in line. Bit, a bit of a wait. Don't use the boat if you're in a hurry, take the bus. It's yeah. going to get you where you're going right. probably quicker, yeah. but it's not going to be but as if, enjoyable. if you're leaving a little early, definitely go ahead and get in line for the boat and have that little bit of magic, uh, just because, you know, that way you won't have to spend so much time yeah. in line. Last time we, were, we had a dinner reservation, we got in line for the boat about an hour ahead of time, to get over to Disney Springs, and we were a little, we were a few, not late enough that they were going to lose the reservation. Right, but we but were just late. like five, ten minutes late uh, just getting over there because we had to wait three or four boats because the line was so long. So something to think about. Good to know. And Laurel, what's your uh, favorite moderate resort? French Quarter all the way. Um, <laughs> there are probably multiple reasons, and I will say, as I was saying earlier about the subjectivity to this, being from South Louisiana... Uh, and having not lived there for the last 15 years, there is something nostalgic to being in a place that just feels a little bit like home. Uh, <laughs> uh, it it looks surprisingly, not surprisingly, like you're in the French Quarter in a more clean, you know, comfortable way. It also is um, has the best pool. I, the, the Bloon Lagoon, I feel like the theming is spot on. It's perfect. It's amazing. Kids love it. Adults love it. It's just, it's the best. And if you can have a little bit of Mardi Gras all year round, but especially on Mardi Gras, they do a little parade. So if you're ever there during that time of year, always a fun time to go. And I also really enjoy the Scat Cat Club. Uh, it just feels like a little fun, jaunty experience. And there's going to be live you know, music both there and Riverside yes, most nights of the week. That yes. too is the live music, which you really can't get, you know, everywhere all over the place at Disney World nowadays. Even a lot so. of the deluxe resorts might have a piano player yeah. or something like that over the Grand Floridian, but you're not going to get a lot of live music. Yeah, well, at Scat Cat, at Scat Cat there's a lot of interactivity with yes. the, the, the musicians or whoever is, you the, know, working on music. The audience music. plays a role in the entertainment Yes, yes. So there's it's it, there's a, it's just a little experience in and of itself that's super fun. I find that even with the Skyliner, nobody's picking Caribbean Beach anymore. Um, you know, when it's sad, because it actually is a beautiful yeah. resort. They have a nice pool. I think part of it for us is we haven't stayed there since they've redone the main lobby area. Because you used to have yes. the main yes. lobby check-in yeah. was one place. The main place where you would have your main pool and your restaurants was another. And now that they've combined them, it will be a little different. They've also... The resort's a little smaller because they gave some of the space over for the Riviera. Mm-hmm. So, so I think the one issue with Caribbean Beach that definitely caused some problems for a bit was because they were under construction for so long. And, be, and that was because of what they were trying to do and trying to rearrange the resort. Right, the refurbishment. To, to refurbish, but then also modify. And I think that once they are really kind of done with what the future vision is there, it will probably be a little bit better. But I think they're also lacking in some good restaurants. Yeah, I, I don't mind the 
uh, I don't even uh, Port Royal or whatever they're calling the area now. I don't they have like Sebastian's Bistro? I mean, and uh, I've heard the other one. I can't remember offhand. Which which says a lot, right? Because if we can't remember. <laughs> What what's there? It means it's probably not that interesting. Aren't they known for like a key lime I mean, dish? I, I can't know. even remember. I, I mean, one one thing I think that is a slight pro to being at Caribbean Beach is that if you are staying there, but you don't want to pay the price of staying at like at the Riviera Resort, you can walk right over to Riviera and and eat at one of the restaurants over there, or even take food to go, and it's really a close walk, or even just jumping on the Skyliner. So you know, from like a a concept of where the location is, it does actually fit in a very good location. Yeah. I mean, it's really close to Disney Springs. It's close to other resorts that you can easily hop on the Skyliner to go to. And again, you can hop on the Skyliner easily over to a couple of other theme parks. So, of course, Epcot uh, or Hollywood Studios. So, it is a great location. But as an actual complete package, no. It's not a complete package. I hope that they do eventually get there. But I think it's going to probably take a couple of years of more work for them to really make it just as robust as the other yeah, I moderates. I don't even know if it's the work for them. It's just the work for us trying to think of it differently than it used to. Because before true. the Skyliner, it was definitely the... like At the bottom of the list. At uh, the bottom of the list of the moderates. It's true. Uh, and maybe we do need to go stay there again. It's been quite a while since we've stayed at that one. You know, one thing I forgot to mention about the French Quarter was the bus stop system. It's the only bus stop. It's the only, there's, it's the only bus stop. As Eight. all the other moderates, you right. have, there's an internal bus loop yes. when you're taking the bus to the which, parks. Which can have its pros and cons. If you are at the end of the bus loop, oh. The bus might be full in the morning before you get on and you right. have to wait. Or, or you have to wait several bus stops just to get to your bus stop at the end of your day, right? Uh, but if it's just one stop, man, whew, so easy. Um <laughs> Then let's go on and finish up with the values, which there's not going to be that big of a differentiation as compared to the others. You have the all-stars, which are uh, sports, music, and movies, and they're all very similar. There are some family suites at movies, but that's the only real difference other than the theming. And by the way, I mean the difference to the theming is what giant statues you have, because the resorts are laid out exactly the same, uh, and you can kind of walk with them. It's a bit of a long walk, but... Yeah. They all have a big pool and a small pool. And the movies has Disney movie themes. Music has, you know, rock yeah. and roll or uh, like, jazz. Like, like disco. Music, music eras. Yeah, music yeah. eras. And then sports is baseball, football, surfing. So those are the themes you're going to get there. They're mo- all motel style. They're the smallest rooms... At just, uh, I think, 220 square feet, while the moderates are close, a little under 300. And then most of the deluxes, uh, depending on the which one you're at, is usually somewhere around 320 to, or I'm sorry, about 380 to 440, depending on the resorts. So you're going to get a lot more space for your money, well, for the money when you go to deluxe. Uh, then you also have Pop Century and Art of Animation, which are near each other. They, uh... There's a bridge that connects them across Hourglass Lake, and they have access to the Skyliner. They have both all of these rest, all of these hotels have food courts, mm-hmm. uh, and they're all decent food courts. But you're definitely going to get a little better over at Art of Animation and even at Pop Century than you're going to get at All Stars. And there's going to be like a 
going between the All Stars to Pop Century to the Little Mermaid rooms over at Art of Animation, which are the only regular rooms. The other areas are all the family suites. There's going to be about a ten to twenty dollar difference depending on your time of year, moving up from one category to the other. And then the family suites are three fifty to seven hundred depending on your time of year. Yeah, yeah. There's it's a... like you you almost may as well be staying at a moderate resort. Uh, in comparison sometimes to the prices of the uh, Yeah, if you don't need the uh, space for those, we don't really always recommend them. The th- I mean, if you want the theme, because there's Cars, there's Finding Nemo, and there's Lion King rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Little Mermaid. Well, Little Mermaid are the, are the regular single, rooms. Basic, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then Pop Century, of course, uh, from a from a visual perspective, Pop Century is also very well done. I mean, it's basically pop culture in the eras, and for all the adults out there, you're going to love seeing a lot of the nostalgia that happens yeah. in that particular resort. I actually like the lobby of Pop Century. Like the, they green, have these vignette green. windows with all the different, like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, they're basically little artifacts, you yes. know, and things that are Art. kind of fun to look at. Pop culture history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the design of these resorts are almost all identical. You come into a lobby that's long, and then you have the food court and then a little shop. A little arcade, and then it goes out to the pool, right. where there's a the pool the bar, stuff. which you really don't have. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, only because I have not stayed at any of the value resorts. The uh, Art of Animation and Pop Pop Century are both on the Skyliner, correct? They have a yeah. one station but right between yeah. them. Which, which is an extra perk, for sure, in the fact that you now have two modes of transportation to use for that particular resort, at least for a couple of theme parks. Yeah. Yes. Um, but at the All-Stars resorts, I think your only option is the bus. Just the Only bus the bus. Loop. But you know what? The buses aren't that bad, Like I think, because they're dedicated. Those resorts are each big enough that they get their own buses, mm-hmm. and they only have the one stop, which doesn't mean it's a walk to the bus stop. But unlike the moderates, you don't you you know how long the wait is right. from what you can see in front of you, as opposed to saying like, "Oh, I'm the only one here. I'm going to get the next bus," and it just drives by you because it's already full. Yeah. yeah, I mean, most people who are staying at the values also probably recognize that you kind of have to get to the bus stop early. It's just because just because of the way that their stops are set up, you know, you kind of just figure it out pretty quickly. <laughs> now, also knowing that a lot of families are staying at the value resorts, I, let's just let's just assume that many of those families are probably also driving or renting vehicles at these yeah, resorts that's too. Ter- that's, that's true. Yeah. So there's a lot of parking if, available at these resorts. Yeah, and they may choose to not use the bus and maybe drive over to a theme park per se and then park for the day. Are you having to double pay parking? No, you, they, remember they just, they just, at the beginning of the year, they just got rid of the resort parking again. You don't have to pay to resort park anymore. That means also you, you don't have to pay to park at the theme park if An- you're staying at a resort. Another value to staying at a value resort, meaning that <laughs> for those of you out there who are often driving to your Disney destination, uh, you can easily just pay your resort fee parking, but then you're not going to have to double pay to move over to the theme park and then still provide yourself with the availability to hop in and out of your car. And I will say, I think almost all the rooms at Pop Century and uh, the All-Stars have been remodeled at this point. Mm. So you're going to have your queen bed when you come in. Then it's going to have a Murphy bed and a little that has a table built in. So when it's up, it's a little dining, like a little sitting area. But if you need it, it comes down as another queen. So yeah. Like, the rooms are a little tight for two queens, so that's nice that you could use it and not. But as opposed to, before that, it was two double beds, and now you get the two queens because you could put it away. 
Uh, and since they're outside, I like the fact that they have the vinyl floors as yeah. opposed to the carpets because those carpets got dirty no matter how much they cleaned and it looked that way. And now it's a lot easier to clean the vinyl. Yeah, and I will say the pop art design concept that they used for the refurbishment at, at Pop Century, I like. I think it makes sense. It makes sense to the theme. It feels like it's a more contemporary design. The color palettes are pleasing. And so it was I, pretty smart. And I think they also just did a big refurb at Art of Animation Rooms, right? Well, like, didn't they? That's a newer resort. The... I mean, it's only about ten years old, so they don't. They've done the soft good refurbs, yeah. but I don't think they've done the whole uh, thing. And I think they always had those kind of rooms at like the pull down beds and stuff, and then they moved them over to the other resorts. I don't know if they've added them to Little Mermaid because when we stayed there, it was just the two beds. Yeah, that one might. On the Actually, no, we had a king anyway, because it was just the two of us. We didn't have Andy at that point when we stayed there. And so which so since we've been talking a lot about the value resorts, Ron, which which one is your favorite? I really got to know. I really do like Pop Century. I think just because there's limited regular rooms over at Art of Animation, you can't uh, get in as easily. Pop is bigger. Uh, and you can walk over to Art of Animation. You're not supposed to use the pool, and they have, you know, you have to, you have to card in or yeah. magic band in to get there. But you can walk over and get the food. You can walk over see the theming. And I really do like, I don't think the food's bad at Pop. I think the shop's nice at Pop. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be the basic, like... Same goods. Same merchandise at almost all the shops. But... They have a little bit more... Art of Animation definitely has more unique merchandise for yeah. the resort. But I think you uh, most of the times, unless they're sold out, you can find a pin or something for your resort. Yeah. Uh, but Pop, because of the Skyliner, and I've always liked the theme. I stayed there for the first time right after it opened. Somehow the, this does not surprise me that, that <laughs> this you would choose this resort. You are the <laughs> pop culture king. <laughs> so this does not surprise me at all. And Laurel, which, which one's your favorite? I... Honest, well, I'll, I'll actually, I actually like all of the value resorts. I'm just, I'm that person. But I will say that my favorite is movies, and it's honest. All star movies. Yep, all star movies, and it's because oh, multiple things. Um, but I think the biggest reason is because of the theming. I really love the Fantasia Mickey Pool. It is just joy. For me, it's joy for the for the value. I use my finger quotes. Uh, it's just I just really appreciate all of the theming that they put in for that particular resort. You also have some other IPs that they chose that are a little bit more obscure in the Disney universe. Stuff that you don't typically see today. There's Mighty Ducks. There's 101 Dalmatians. The Love Bug. Uh, oh, I mean, there's Toy Story, but you know, okay, Toy Story. They were the first place to do Toy Story, so, you know, I guess before it was the big, big thing it is now. But, yeah, so I, I just really appreciate it. Oh, and it's Fantasia. They have, like, the, the Fantasia Nutcracker stuff. Like, there's just Fantasia all over. So if you really like all of that, you know, obscure IP or the IP that I would say maybe even more purely defines the kids of the 80s and the 90s, then, yeah, that's why I really love it. Well, you, Rachel, you said you've never stayed at any of them, but you visited I, all of them. This is true. I've never stayed at a, I've never stayed at a value resort um, myself personally, but I have visited all of them. And to for me, if I was going to stay at a value resort, it 
it, there could only be one for me. <laughs> so it would only be one, and that would be Art of Animation. Um, Art of Animation um, just happens to have a lot of themes that are nostalgic for me personally, just because of the types of of characters and story stories that they have that they use in their theming are things that that I personally adore and love. So you know, like Cars. Um, I absolutely love the Cars films, even like the Planes films, which I won't get into how, you know, obviously they're separate, but the same. Or the same universe. Same universe, <laughs> but obviously not created by the same creators. They have different, they were created in different uh, studios. Um, but I also just really love The Little Mermaid. I mean, it's just. Who doesn't? And Lion, Lion <laughs> King. I mean, that was like our era. That was our time period, uh, the renaissance of Disney. And I just, I'm going to always love that stuff. Um, it's always going to bring me back to the time in my life when Disney was there for me as a child and provided me with my childhood fantasies. So, um, you know, they obviously it's an easy access point to, again, be on the Skyliner. Um, you know, buses, it is a very large resort from what I remember being there the last time. So I would imagine it's always usually very full. So I'm not going to love that part because obviously I don't want to be around a lot of people at my resort. <laughs> but um, I at least know my child will have an amazing time because he also really loves cars and Little Mermaid. There's a lot so. of really great photo ops at that resort. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that's what I mean. Like I know that it's still going to be a good time because even if I'm not at the theme park or not at, at Disney Springs, I'm still going to be able to enjoy and make great quality memories there. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode of Mousebirds. Uh, Mousebirds is sponsored by our travel agency, TTA Vacations, uh, that uh, Laurel, Rachel, and I are the agents for. So if you want to hear anything more detailed or you want to talk about your planning, uh, please shoot us an email at ttavacations at gmail.com. And if you want to talk about our show, please give us an email at mousebirds at gmail.com. Uh, for uh, Rachel and Laurel, this is Ron, and thank you for listening to Mouse Birds. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye.